come with me if you want to live. What's up, Dream? Uh, wait, wrong podcast. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to another episode of a podcast on Fury Road. We are your hosts, Mark and Brooke, and this is not a podcast on Elm Street. So we're going to be doing an action movie tonight, and that was my pick of this month, and it is Rocky from 1976. Rocky loves Emily. I hope we do that movie at some point. Oh, we will. <laughs> I fucking love that movie so much. Um, yeah, this is my pick. Uh, I decided to choose it uh, after the sad news of Carl Weathers passing. I thought maybe we could do an episode to sort of pay tribute to him and his acting career. Um, Predator was obviously going to be my first pick because it's more of like a an action movie, but we've already done that episode on mm-hmm. Elm Street, so figured I'd go with with this one. Nice. It's not like action packed, but I think like I don't know. I mean, sports movies, I guess, are considered action movies, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I guess before we start talking about this, though, we'll kick off our box office news and boo. What are you drinking tonight? Uh, so one of Bettina's friends for a Christmas gift got me a kind of cocktail in a box thing. Nice. Um, and the one that she got is uh drink called a Sazerac. Um okay. it's basically just an old fashioned. Okay. So yeah. It's good. Mm-hmm. How about you? I'm not as fancy as you tonight. Okay. Although although my can is fancy. Uh I'm drinking a Flying Monkeys Crowd Surf Hotel. Nice. Motel. Motel. It's a passion fruit IPA, I think. This is the first time I've had this. Oh, that's tart like a grapefruit. <laughs> Good, though. All right. You're going on like five, six weeks now where you haven't watched anything other than the podcast movie. Is that? No, not that long. It's got to be close, man. Yeah. I uh, did watch one thing. Um, Valentine's Day, we watched uh, Past Lives right. from last year. Um, it's a pretty good movie. Uh, it's one of the big Oscar nominations on a lot of people's top 10 of last year. Um, it was good. I think I slid it into number 11 of my movies from last year. So, okay. yeah, Just definitely worth checking 10. out. So, yeah. Very nice. How about you? Uh, we watched half of The Lion King the other night. Okay. Um, I asked Brady if he wanted to watch a movie, and he mm-hmm. said yes. And I suggested The Lion King, and he said yes, which I was shocked because he has like four movies that he wants to watch, and that's it ever. <laughs> um, but then we got to Mufasa's death, and he started to cry. And then uh... <laughs> we we managed to get through that. 
And then I got to the scene where Simba was going to talk to Mufasa in the clouds. And he just like jumped up off the couch. He's like, I'm bored of this movie. And just like walked away, went down the hall. So yeah. I think he was, I think he was on the verge of tears again, but just didn't want to admit it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we got halfway through it. Um, and other than that, that's all I've, all I've watched. Okay. Right. It's Rocky, obviously. Yeah. But uh, I have less than a hundred pages to go in it. Very nice. Very excited. I'm going to finish that tomorrow. Uh, and then I can start reading some other stuff because yeah. everything else has been put on the back burner until I finish this one. Yeah. So, yeah. But it's been a fun ride for sure. Yeah. Okay. As for our box office numbers from last weekend, we have Migration still in the top five uh, okay. in fifth place. Um, Wonka. Still in the top five in fourth place. Sorry, Migration made 2.9 million. Wonka made 3 million. Uh, the Beekeeper is in third at 3.3 million. Lisa Frankenstein in its opening weekend made 3.6 million. Uh, and Argyle was in first place at 6.2 million. All right. All right. That movie's kind of getting shit on a bit, eh? Yeah. 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 People, aren't, people aren't big fans. Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the world premiere of Dune Part Two happened uh, this week. Yeah, and I mean, from what people are saying, it's it's a masterpiece. Yeah, calling it like the greatest science fiction movie of all time, which is crazy because there's so many good movies. Yeah, but I don't. Know, I feel like I don't know, man. I feel like this is the one. Yeah, I really want to watch it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to rewatch the first one and then I would love to see Dune 2 in theaters. And I think yeah. I'm just going to have to like make time to go. Yeah. Because that, like, I missed out on Dune in theaters and I fucking mm -hmm. hate myself for it. Yeah. But yeah, if this one's as good as everyone's saying it is, like, I feel like I need to watch it. Um, but speaking of the first Dune, uh, it's actually in here in ninth place. So they obviously re-released yeah. re it in theaters. Yeah, and IMAX. Yeah, so it made yeah. 1.6 mil last week. Yeah. Uh, and it was shown in 2,100 theaters. So not bad. Do we have any 4Ks? Oh, uh, we do. Let me know if we're all good there. You see? Uh, I can see... Oh, there we go. The Marvels. Yeah. Uh, so we got... Um, the Marvels... Uh, to get to paradise, mm -hmm. Mark's favorite movie from 2023. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Harriet, haven't heard of that one. Uh, the Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. That's early for a 4K release for that one. Yeah, it is. Uh, didn't watch that one. Uh, Footloose. Nice. I've never seen Footloose, but what? Um. Columbia Classics Collection Volume 4. I don't actually know what's... His Girl Friday. Yes, oh, you, see, you can see it? Yeah, you can see it at the bottom of the... Oh, I'm too blind for that. <laughs> uh, So we got... Yeah, His Girl Friday. Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. Kramer vs. Kramer. Starman. Sleepless in Seattle. And Punch Drunk Love. 
some decent movies, but there not is. worth three hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Back. Uh, then we got uh, Willy's Wonderland getting a four nice. K release. That's uh, a sick steel book. That is a stick steel book. Yeah, I, I did not like that movie, but no. Uh, Planet Earth three, and that's it. Nice. Yeah. Decent week. Yeah, it is. The four Ks are starting to pick up again. Yeah, really. After a slow start to the year. All right. Do you have anything else that you want to talk about? Or uh, no, I don't think so. What are you reading right now? Um, Take a sip of your drink first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we actually just finished uh, listening to Daisy Jones and the Six nice. on audiobook. Um, it's pretty good. I think I would have liked. I think I liked it. Or I think I would like it better as an audiobook because, like, it's all like interviews and stuff like that. So I don't know how uh, like, yeah. reading it would would be, but. Excited to watch the show now. Mm-hmm. Um, reading uh, When the Coffee Gets Cold. It's like yeah. a time travel book. And then starting uh, Red Rising as well. Um, kind of science fiction fantasy book that is on everyone's kind of top list. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Nice. All right. Guess we can go off this movie discussion. Oops, here. All right, like we said earlier, we are talking about Rocky from 1976. Starting off the synopsis, a small-time Philadelphia boxer gets a supremely rare chance to fight the world heavyweight champion in a bout in which he strives to go the distance for his self-respect. Well said. Yeah. The movie was directed by John G. Avildsen, who did Karate Kid 1 to 3. Uh, Rocky Five and a Jean Claude Van Damme movie called Desert Heat, which is now nice. under the name Inferno on IMDb. Okay, all right. Uh, the cast list: I have five people. Um, I have Sylvester Stallone, obviously, as Rocky. Talia Shire plays Adrian. Burt Young plays Polly. Carl Weathers plays Apollo Creed. And Burgess Meredith plays Mickey. Yeah. And Buckus plays himself. Buckus plays Buckus. Do you know that Buckus was Sylvester Stallone's real life dog? Yeah, he adopted it after this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know that Stallone wrote this movie? I did. Yes. IMDb (laughs) is full of information, isn't it? I know. Yeah, the story of this movie is actually fucking crazy, man. Like Stallone was he was sleeping in his car, he had $106 in his bank account. Uh, He'd went to audition for a role for something else and didn't get the part. But then he mentioned to the producers that uh, he also was a writer, not just an actor. So he pitched the script to them and they offered to buy it for, I think, $350,000. And the only way Stallone would agree to it is if he was able to star in the movie as well. Yeah. Oh, pretty cool. Like a real rags to riches story. It's literally, it's literally about (laughs) him. Yeah. Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's a scene later in the movie that uh, has some trivia for that kind of ties into the whole like budget and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, There was another bit too. uh, when Carl Weathers was auditioning, him and Sylvester Stallone were sparring. Mm-hmm. And Carl Weathers was like, 
you know, like if you got me like a, a real actor, I would actually be able to like throw punches and like be able to yeah. do a better audition, blah, blah, blah. And then the producers or the director, whatever said to him, like, well, this is the, this is the actor that's going to be in the movie. And he also mm -hmm. wrote the movie <laughs> and yeah. Carl Weathers was like, well, maybe he'll get better then. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought that was really funny. And he got hired on the spot right there. Yeah. Sly just did, uh, I think it was a Jimmy Fallon and, uh, they're talking about car weathers and, um, I guess whenever he was making Rocky, uh, they went through like hundreds of people trying to find someone for, uh, to play Apollo. Mm -hmm. And then Carl Weathers was actually playing for the Oakland Raiders at the time. Oh, really? Yeah. So flew in, and then as soon as Carl Weathers like walked in, just saw how athletic he was, and just he knew right away that 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 was the guy for Apollo. Yeah, yeah, and he was great. Like, yeah, I can't think of anybody else. Like now, mm -hmm. the movie's fucking what fifty years old almost. Yeah, which is crazy to think about in itself. Yeah, it is. Yeah, nineteen seventy six was fifty years ago. Jesus. Yeah. All right. You ready to um, I did actually have an honorable mention. Okay. All right. I'm surprised you didn't uh name this guy. Our guy Joe Spinell. Oh plays yeah. Gazzo. Yeah, I did see that. Uh he's from uh Maniac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, as well as Taxi Driver, Godfather, Part Two. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Let's dive into this movie discussion. Let's dive in. Um, so the movie basically opens up, you know, introduced to Rocky. He's boxing in a, a warehouse. Uh, he's one of the types of boxers that is like a legend in Philly, but like he he's known for taking punches, like mm -hmm. especially with like the uh, the Simpsons episode where, you know, Homer <laughs> just stands there and takes punches until the guy gets tired. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, um so yeah, Rocky's you know boxing this guy and you kind of see how Rocky is. The guy like headbutts him this is like a cheap shot for Rocky and Rocky like immediately gets pissed the fuck off and ends up beating the fuck out of the guy and you know he's named the the Italian stallion, uh which is a legendary name. <laughs> um but it's funny that he's like they barely get paid to do these fights like yeah. the guy he beat the guy the promoter is like okay you get however much and then he's like uh and then showers and towels that's five dollars and like running off these different fees and stuff like that and he's like yeah. okay you get 17 bucks <laughs> like goes to rocky he's like okay you blah blah and then he's like you know he gets like 40 dollars or something like that yeah, it was $44, and I actually looked up how much that would be, like, equivalent to now. Oh, nice. $219. Crazy. For getting a split eyebrow. <laughs> yeah. Headbutted in the face. Mm -hmm. Getting the shit kicked out of him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not worth it. So Buddy probably got, like, maybe, like, 60 bucks, 70 bucks. The other yeah. guy that lost. Yeah. Uh, so the next day, Rocky's... You know, he's just cruising around town. And the thing that kind of bugs me in this movie a little bit is, like, the way that Sly walks and stuff, <laughs> like, throughout the whole movie. Like, that's just, like, typical 
it's like how he is, but like he does like the the thing like way too much. Like he'll be in a conversation with someone and he'll be like <laughs> shadow boxing them almost. Shadow like, boxing. It's yeah. like you're, you're taking the acting a bit too far, I think there, Rocky, mm -hmm. but uh he's just um, he he has like a strut of pure confidence. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's got like the fucking uh the hat, whatever it's fedora, fedora and, yeah. The leather jacket, you know, it's it's the true true Italian man. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, he goes and picks up some turtle food for his turtles at the pet store. And man, you remember pet stores? They still have them. Not the same as <laughs> I as guess, yeah. what was before. Like you know, you never see any fucking animals really. I guess like That's true. PetSmart kind of does a bit, but like yeah. Like reptiles and like puppies and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like you know, the PetSmart here they have like cats for like adoption and stuff like that. But yeah, I used to love going into. Uh, there was a pet store in the Brockville Mall. I used to love going in there because I'd always have like scorpions and shit like that. And then one day, uh, it was like the last day of high school before mm -hmm. the summer break, and a bunch of us drove up to just kind of hang out. And uh, the girl that was working. Cause we were all kind of crowded around the scorpion enclosure mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. She's like, Oh, do you want me to take him out? Mm -hmm. We're like, what? And she, <laughs> yeah, she fucking took this scorpion out and was like letting it crawl yeah. along her hands. And like, I didn't touch the fucking thing, but a couple yeah. buddies let like, let it mm -hmm. go across their hands. Damn. Yeah. You don't see that shit anymore though. No, not no. very often anyways. No. Uh, and you meet his future pet, uh, Buckus. He was in the smallest fucking cage. <laughs> and he's this massive dog. And uh I think he's yeah, a mastiff. He, yeah, he is, I think so. But you can tell like Rocky likes Adrian and she's like super shy and like awkward and stuff like that. And doesn't really talk to him that much because like I think she secretly likes him a little bit, but mm -hmm. um I think he they're they're like conflicting personalities. Like she's super shy and like timid. And he's very confident and outgoing and like, mm -hmm. like very loud talker. Yeah. And... Yeah. And uh, you kind of get a glimpse of uh, Mighty Mix boxing. Uh, Mickey is like a legend in Philly for boxers and stuff like that. Training a man manager. Managering. I don't know if that's a word. Manager. I don't know. Managering. Man managing. Managing. Manage wow. Jesus Christ. What? <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> uh, um we see uh Rocky's apartment, which uh apparently stinks really bad and is is you know not that nice looking and meet his pet turtles. I forget what his turtles are called. Tough and Link. Yes, and his uh fish and Moby Dick and just the way he talks, like it's oh man, it's awesome, man. He's Did such you... a lovable guy. Yeah, he is for sure. Yeah, like he just seems like the type of person that wouldn't hurt anybody. But yeah. then like he does, like he steps into a ring. He's a boxer. And even like yeah. whenever he's not boxing, he works for this mm -hmm. like mob boss. And like, yeah, I don't know. He toughs rough and roughs guys up. Yeah, he's a leg breaker. As yeah, says. yeah. yeah. But uh, these turtles, um, Sylvester Stallone still has them. What? Yep. They're to still this day? Well, as of 2017, he still had them. Okay. Wow. So, 
they might be dead now, but I mean, yeah. I didn't know that the That's crazy. Those types of turtles lasted that long. I love like his dialogue in this. Like, I don't know if it feels like it's like off the cuff. Like mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like a script. Like he'll he's just like sitting his turtles and just like says to himself, you know, if I could sit if I could if you could sing or dance, I wouldn't be doing this. And <laughs> it's just like his little lines that he has throughout the movie. Uh so yeah, like we said, he's a leg breaker. Um uh, he collects money for uh Gazo. He's like kind of like a pimp mob boss kind of guy. Mm -hmm. Um he goes back to Mickey's uh boxing and tries to get in his locker. And at first I thought like he just forgot his code. Yeah. Because like he is like he even calls himself he's a dumb, he's a dumb, dumb guy, right? Mm -hmm. Can't get in the code, takes off his hat, has like the code in his hat, <laughs> tries it, doesn't get in. I was like, oh man, this guy really is dumb. But then like <laughs> takes like the fire extinguisher, breaks the lock, it opens in, there's someone else's stuff in there, and then you know, he finds out uh, that Mickey kicked him out pretty much. Yeah, because he's um, not going to go anywhere. Mickey doesn't want to train him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, we meet um, Polly, who is Adrian's brother. And I got to say, I do not like Polly, man. Yeah, he's he's kind of a fucking prick. And like, especially he... like this watch. Like, I, I don't know, man. He's an asshole. And like, He's lazy, he's annoying, like I do know the character gets better like throughout the movies, but yeah. Mm -hmm. In this one he's not great. Like he's so mean to Adrian. Yeah. Uh like once Rocky starts getting some fame, he mm -hmm. like wants to use his name to make money and shit like yeah. that. Yeah, I've only seen the first three movies. Okay. Uh so I started doing a watch last year. So I watched this like literally like a year ago. Yeah. Um yeah uh so yeah rocky can't really catch a break with his life going on now he's kind of older boxer everyone's kind of saying you know doesn't have it anymore and stuff like that but like everyone he runs into like on the street everyone like respects him mm -hmm. and like you don't really get what he did in the past but like everyone in the street knows who he is you know he will stop in the street there's uh, some guys like sitting in a crowd he stops and you know takes a swig of whatever liquor and yeah he's a likable guy yeah hey he's just like a lifelong philly guy right like yeah yeah and he he makes makes his rounds around the town like he doesn't drive he walks everywhere so it's mm -hmm. ample opportunity to stop and talk to people and like i said he's a super outgoing guy like yeah always stopping and talking to people yeah just bouncy ball yeah <laughs> Uh, we meet Apollo Creed, who is like the world heavyweight champion in whatever boxing federation this is. Uh, you find out that his fight is getting canceled, so he wants he needs to find a new opponent. And he's like, manager is like, you know, they're like looking through all these books of all these boxers and stuff like that. And then he comes across Rocky. And called like the Italian Stallion, and immediately Apollo's like, I want this guy. Like, mm -hmm. you know, Apollo Creed versus the Italian Stallion. Like, I feel like he pecked him just because of his name. Yeah. Yeah, he kind of did because he like Apollo is like just this all American guy. Like he's every he bleeds 
uh, red, white, and blue. Yeah. And and he said, and he's like, who discovered America? An Italian man. What better fight mm-hmm. would there be? Like versus like a, an American versus an Italian. He's like, I need to have this guy. Yeah. 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 Uh, meanwhile, Rocky is at Adrian's. And this is like the first scene that really pissed me off with Polly because like mm-hmm. Rocky gets to the house with Polly and Adrian's like cooking dinner and Polly, I don't know, like wants her to go out with Rocky is like kind of setting them up. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, she's like, oh, it's I'm cooking turkey. It's Thanksgiving. And like she can't go with Rocky because she's cooking dinner. Mm-hmm. Well, fucking Polly just goes into the kitchen grabs the fucking turkey and chucks it out outside on the lawn and then like she gets upset runs in the bedroom and crying and rocky's like why the fuck did you do that man like (laughs) (laughs) such an asshole yeah yeah and the whole walk to their house rocky keeps like ask asking polly like you're sure she knows that like i'm coming over like you sure she's okay with this and blah 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 and Polly just keeps like, yeah, yeah, she's fine. She's happy. She's excited. Yeah. Meanwhile, she had no fucking idea he was coming over. No, no. So we finally kind of talk to her and brings her on a date. They go to the skating rink and like it's closed by Rocky, you know, Philly guy. He's just like to the, the Zamboni driver, like kind of smoozles him to open up the rink just for them to just for like a, a little bit so that she can go skating and he can just. Walk around in shadow of shadow dance or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> <laughs> she is the worst skater, too. Well, apparently better than him because he can't skate yeah, at all. That's true. But yeah. I like their little date. Mm-hmm. And I like like they're walking back and you know, he's like, I can't sing or dance, but I can box. And he's like, you know, saying they're like being shy, like isn't a bad thing he's like you know i'm dumb and you're shy like you know (laughs) we're perfect for each other and yeah you know he says he invites her in and uh she doesn't want to at first like she's super super shy and awkward Mm -hmm. and stuff and he just keeps like going at her like come on i won't bite basically and yeah she goes in there and then he kind of like is telling a bit of a story about himself he's saying like he said 45 fights or something like that and he has never had a broken nose mm-hmm. um so it kind of goes to show like he's taken all these punches and stuff but he's never broken a nose and one observation i had in his apartment and he he has so many fucking knives yeah and swords <laughs> just like stabbed into the, the wall <laughs> yeah uh, yeah because on his like there's a support beam or something like that and he's got a mattress tied around the support beam so he can like box it and then, like, right in the top of it, there's a fucking, like, Bowie knife sticking out yeah. of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's fun. Like, no wonder why she's so nervous being in there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, the scene with them, like, kissing each other is, like, kind of weird. Because, like, they're tucked in the corner, like, the doorway. And, like, they start kissing. And she, like, doesn't really know what to do. It doesn't really look like she wants to. Mm-hmm. But then they do end up kissing and, like, falling on the ground and... Yeah, it's kind of weird, but yeah, yeah. So Rocky's getting all all this attention and stuff like that. Um, Mickey, oh, no, this isn't the part where. No, Rocky goes to, I think Mickey's, and this is where Mickey, he's trying to get Mickey to, I think, help him, mm-hmm. and then Mickey is like kind of pissed because like 
he kicked him out of the the the, the, the club or whatever, and then Rocky like yells back at him like, you know, like why the fuck did you kick me out? And Mickey like he's such an old man like just mm -hmm. yelling back like. Sure, he says it exactly, but he pretty much says like, "Oh, you became a leg breaker and stuff like that. Like you could have been this great boxer, but you chose to go down this path." And Rocky's just like, "Well, I need to make money, man." Like, yeah, because I don't think at this point during this meeting, Rocky still doesn't know about his fight with Apollo yet. Yeah, it was right after this. Is whenever yeah. he gets the phone call mm -hmm. um, that Apollo was looking for a sparring partner. So Rocky goes to Apollo's wherever office kind of office kind of thing and meets with his like manager or whatever. And you know, Apollo wants to fight Rocky for the championship. Um if Rocky wins, I think he gets like 150k. No, he like, just gets 150k. Oh, he just gets oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, and at first Rocky says no, but then Kind of eventually just just decide, okay, yeah, I'll fight with fight him, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because there was like zero intention of Apollo losing this fight because like mm -hmm. Rocky's technically a nobody, right? Like, yeah, because his manager gets pissed at Apollo because he's like, out of all these guys that you can pick, you pick this guy, like, mm -hmm. you know, like, yeah, like you mentioned at the beginning, like, fucking fighting in a warehouse. Mm -hmm. Well, like the next scene, he meets with Polly at the meat factory, and he's fucking Mickey pisses him off, and then Rocky just goes at the fucking carcass of the the cow, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, I love the scene too, because yeah, because Polly brings up like if he's sleeping with his sister and shit like that, and then yeah, Rocky tells him not to talk about his sister like that, mm -hmm. and then. Like you said, he's punching the cow carcasses and Mickey's just like all quiet and like kind of watching. Yeah. He's like, you're breaking the ribs, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think Polly is just starting to get a bit jealous, I think, of his sister. Because mm -hmm. she, she's kind of getting like the attention from Rocky and not him. Like, yeah, Polly just wants to help him. But it also kind of seems like Polly is out for himself. Yeah, like he's using him at the same time. Uh, so we get the scene with uh, Mickey is going to see Rocky at his apartment. Um, and right away, like, Rocky doesn't want anything to do with him. Like, he's not really looking at him every time Mickey tries to tell him the story about, like, how he needs a manager. And, like, back in his day, like, he has, like, these cuts and all this stuff. But Rocky is just, like, not <laughs> listening or, like, acknowledging him at, at all. Mm -hmm. You kind of feel bad for Mickey a little bit, right? Yeah, but at the same time, like you turned him down when he was a nobody, and now all of a sudden you want him because he's got yeah. this fight. Yeah, it's just it's a another case of someone walking all over Rocky, just like how Ollie was trying to do, right? Yeah, because yeah, Mickey wants to be his manager, and you know, Rocky's like, "Well, where were you ten years ago when I came to you looking for help?" Mm -hmm. And like Rocky gets pissed off, goes in the bathroom, and Mickey's like, kind of gets sad. He's like, "Well, like." I'm 76 years old now. Like I haven't really done anything in a while or had any success really. And mm -hmm. then he like opens the door, closes it, forgot his hat. And then Rocky like comes out, sees he's still there and like, goes back in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Then Mickey leaves and he's going down the stairs and then Rocky comes out and like, just like goes off. 
like screaming and yelling and that whole scene was ad-libbed yeah not like not the conversation but like when rocky's freaking out afterwards like yeah yeah that was totally unscripted it's crazy that this is his first like movie this first like bit like you know known movie yeah 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 like he's so good in this movie mm -hmm. it's crazy and like throughout his career like he's not a great actor by any means like he's an no. action star yeah don't get me wrong but like there's very few action stars that are actually really good actors, but like, yeah, this movie, I don't know. It showed that he had a lot of potential. Yeah. And obviously this movie skyrocketed his career afterwards, this whole franchise mm -hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like talk about a fucking great movie to really put you in the limelight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so now Rocky is doing a little bit of training you know, trying to get that cardio up, tries going up the uh, the famous steps in Philly and does not make it up the steps uh, the first time. Mm -hmm. um, he's like gas and, you know, stuff like this. He's in the, the meat freezer and doing all this training. And then uh, Mickey tells him basically like, you know, stay away from women because, you know, no fooling around during training um he even tells like rocky tells adrian that and stuff like that he's training with mickey and mickey says like women weaken legs and so I, I thought that maybe he would push adrian away but he didn't really like she yeah ends up moving in with him um after the next scene but yeah yeah there's like one instance where he kind of got like testy with her but then like yeah. instantly turned himself around I just like it. I felt like it went to show that like boxing is secondary for him now. Mm -hmm. Like he wants to do this fight, obviously, but his relationship with her is more important to him. Yeah, because he tells Mickey, like, I really like this girl. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not like he's sleeping around and like focusing on a whole bunch of different women. He's just. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Uh, so he gets back home and uh, Adrian's waiting there and, you know. Tells her how beautiful she looks, and then she's like, "Well, I got one more surprise." And she brought buckets for him, mm -hmm. so now he's got a new dog to to train with and run with and stuff like that. Um, yeah. yeah. So he goes on the run with buckets, and then he gets to uh, Polly's work at the the butcher, and there's like a news truck out there, and he's goes out, and he's like, "What's going on here?" And found out that Polly told like news people that Rocky trains here mm -hmm. and like rocky's like pissed at him like alls beats him the fuck up right he's yeah. like i wanted this all this private like you have no fucking right to to do this stuff like that uh so then they that night uh rocky and adrian at adrian's house or adrian polly's house they're watching tv and they're like talking about polly and you know rocky's saying like I don't know what he wants out of me. Like, it seems like he wants something out of this. Mm -hmm. And at that moment, Polly walks in, but they don't hear him. They're like talking about him. And he just like fucking loses it. Yeah. On Adrian. And like Rocky's sitting there and like he has a baseball bat and fucking smashing shit, telling Adrian, like, you know, I did all this stuff for you. You should apologize. 
And then, like, Adrian just fucking grabs him by the scruff of his neck and is, like, just yells at him, like, I cook for you, I clean for you, I pick up your fucking dirty clothes, like, I have nothing to apologize for, nothing I owe you, and, like, Polly starts crying and stuff like that, and Adrian, like, at the start, like, she is very, like, you know, level-headed and saying much, but, man, she's a great actress, too. Yeah. I fucking love this scene for her, man. Like just the way that she unloads on him because it's just all this pent up like anger and frustration that she feels with Polly and just like yeah. unleashes on him. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. He like says, Oh, I couldn't get married because of you and taking care of you and all this stuff. And then she just goes nuts. <laughs> and then she just like sits down and looks at Rocky, just like well, do you want a roommate? Because like yeah. Polly's kicking him out, and then they they move in together. Yeah, she moves into his stinky apartment. Yeah. Um, before the uh, epic training montage, we do get Polly kind of make amends with Rocky. You know, has an idea for Rocky that he can make money off of Rocky's name um, through advertising. Yeah, and Rocky doesn't really seem to give a shit. He's just like, yeah, whatever, do what you want, man. Yeah, you know? if you can make money off me, make money off me. It's basically. Yeah. yeah. And gets to probably one of the most iconic scenes in this movie and one of the most iconic scenes in the last like 50 years, right? Yeah. The good old training montage, the one that started it all. Mm -hmm. Uh just the music. Yeah. It's like top five songs. Perfect song choice for it. It is. And, uh, from what I said at the beginning of the podcast, you see Rocky running and he runs through like some like street alleyway and all of these people like around him and someone like throws an orange or an apple at him. Well, all these people were like real people on the street because mm. the budget was so low that they couldn't like hire uh, background actors or like block off any streets. It's just Rocky Balboa running through the streets and yeah. just some guy decides to toss an apple to Rocky while he's filming. And it's like, that's amazing. Yeah, it's fucking wicked. Uh, yeah, we see, you know, Rocky doing the, the one hand push ups in the, the boxing ring. Uh, and at the end, you know, he climbs up those stairs and just like, I don't know, man. We get that iconic shot. Yeah. It's like from behind him and it looks out over uh, the city and he's just like pumping his hands up in yeah. the air. Like he finally did it. Yeah. Just like, it's like he climbed his own mountain. Yeah. 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 We watched um, the family stone uh, on Paramount. It's like uh, his like reality show about him and his daughters and stuff like oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. In one of the episodes, they go back to Philly for the first time in like 20 years and they go to the stairs and stuff like that. And yeah. Yeah, man. Definitely like, on my bucket list to go to Philly. Mm -hmm. um, it's not that far from us either, really. No, it's not. We, yeah. It's near Boston, right? You guys went there. Yeah, we drove through Pennsylvania to get to Boston. Yeah. Like, not through it, but like through a part of it. Mm -hmm. But like, in that, in the family stone, like, were they emotional? Like, I feel like that would be like a really emotional kind of scene for them to... Yeah. Yeah. Kind of go back to. Yeah, he was. And he went back and saw like his childhood home and like they let him in there. The family there let him into like his childhood home and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. 
it's a good show, man. Check it out. Yeah, maybe I will. Uh, so we get the training montage. Um, now we got the big fight coming up. Rocky's at the arena where they're having the fight, and like he's just like taking it all in. And then Apollo's manager like comes in. He's like, "What are you doing here?" And Rocky's like, "They got the picture wrong, man." <laughs> he's like, "You say like I'm wearing white shorts with red stripe or something like that." Yeah. And the guy's just like, "Ah, don't worry about that. Like you're gonna make lots of money and." You know, Rocky doesn't care about that, right? Yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's the night before and he can't sleep and Adrian's passed out, so he just kind of goes out and does his own thing. Yeah. Thinks about yeah. shit. Yeah. And I love, like, when he goes back to his apartment, the conversation that he has with her, I love this scene, too. Mm-hmm. And this was another one, like, this scene was almost cut from the movie, but really? Rocky Rocky felt like it needed to be or it wasn't even supposed to be filmed, actually. They weren't even going to film it just for, like, uh, budget constraints and time constraints. Mm-hmm. And Rocky fought with them. And so they gave, they said, you have one take. And he did all that scene in one take. Wow. Where he comes back and he's, like, talking to her about his fears and shit like that. Uh, so now we get the big big fight. Um, Rocky's already in the rain. Didn't really get an entrance. And then we get Apollo Creed gets... <laughs> The huge entrance. He's dressed like George Washington. He's got uh, ring girls, you know, dressed up as the other you know, name, Statue of Liberty. Yeah. And then he gets to the ring, does another costume change into uh, Uncle Sam. Uncle Sam. You know, Rocky's just there and, you know, he's pointing at Rocky. He's like, I'll watch you. I'll watch you. <laughs> he's like, third round, third round, because he thinks that he's going to beat Rocky by the third round or mm-hmm. in the third round. Uh, so the fight. What would you think of the fight? I mean, I love it. Mm-hmm. I love this whole fight. I think it's amazing, like, how, like, Apollo starts off, he's beating the piss out of Rocky, and then Rocky gets like a solid uppercut right to his jaw, knocks yeah. him down. It's the first time Apollo's ever been knocked down. And all of a sudden, everybody in the crowd's like cheering his name, like Rocky, Rocky. And it it starts to speed up, and it's more of like a montage, and you see like round three go by. So there's Apollo's uh, prediction gone, and then it shows like round five, round seven, round 10, round 13. Yeah. Um I just I don't know it like it's such an uplifting like 10 minutes out of this mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. Um and you like you just feel like you're you're rooting for Rocky so hard mm-hmm. by the end of this movie. Um my only gripe with this fight is that it's so fucking badly choreographed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like neither, you could neither of them can block. No, that or too. Or try yeah. to block. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I could agree on that part, you know? And, like, the punches being thrown are, like, you can clearly see that they're, like, two feet away from, like, ever hitting. Yeah. It's yeah. just... Yeah. I mean, it's the 70s, so... Yeah. Probably less risks being taken, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Rocky gets his nose broke for the first time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, At one point, they get really heated. Like, they're trying to go at each other after the bell. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Rocky isn't blocking shit. Um, <laughs> Adrian shows up, and then Rocky is like throwing these crazy body shots, and like you can feel it. 
hitting mm-hmm. Apollo and Apollo like isn't blocking them for some reason and yeah. just taking these rib shots. And at one point he's like, I think my fucking ribs are broke. And yeah. And his fucking, trainer's like, you're bleeding on the inside and he's yeah. like coughing out blood. Yeah. It's just fucking chaos. And then like one of the craziest scenes, like Rocky's in the corner. His face is like fucked up. Mm-hmm. His eyes are like, he can't see. He's like, I can't see. He's like, cut my eye, cut my eye. And you see the guy, the razor blade cut his eye. This yeah. fucking blood squirt out. And it's like, oh man. Yeah, it's nasty. And he tells Mickey, like, if you stop this fight, I'll kill you. And oh man. Mm-hmm. And Apollo says the same thing. Like yeah. after he gets his ribs broken, he's like, we're not stopping this fight. We're not stopping this fight. Yeah. And I love and, at the, okay, okay. Go, go, ahead. Go, ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, I love at the end of the fight. Cause they're like, they're, uh, it's a fucking word. They're like cl- clutched up together. Mm-hmm. And uh, Apollo's like, there ain't going to be a rematch. There ain't going to be a rematch. And Rocky's yeah. like, I don't want one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was good too. And then uh, end of the fight goes all 15 rounds and everyone gets in the ring, you know, waiting for the announcement and Rocky just steps away and he just goes to the side of the ring. He's just like, you know, the classic iconic, like (laughs) Adrian, Adrian, (laughs) and she's like coming right in and. It's an emotional scene, man. It like is. she's running yeah. and she's just like Rocky, Rocky. And meanwhile, Polly's there trying to get in, and the cop is like, you know, trying to take him down, and he opens the ring for Adrian. She gets mm-hmm. in there and they like immediately kiss, and she's just like, Oh, I love you, I love you, Rocky. And meanwhile, like <laughs> they're announcing <laughs> the winner, like, okay, round one. <laughs> you know, Apollo wins and Apollo's just like celebrating and stuff like that. But yeah, Rocky's not paying any attention to anything. He just paid attention to Adrian. Mm-hmm. And uh such a good ending. I love the way they ended it. This mm-hmm. she's like, I love you, I love you, and they kiss and the movie ends like that. Yeah. Yeah. I love in the second one that it's like a direct continuation, like because this one ends with them kissing mm-hmm. in the ring. And the yeah. second one starts with them kissing in the ring. Like it's, it just yeah. like you could watch part one and part two as like one full movie. Yeah. But yeah, I really enjoy the way that they ended it too. Mm-hmm. And it was yeah. a split decision. So yeah. 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 Cool. Uh, anything else you wanted to mention or talk about? Uh, I don't think so. All right. Well, that's the way the fists fly. Nice. All right. How did you rate this movie on Letterboxd? Uh, so I gave it a four out of five. Um, I actually dropped it from last year when I watched it yeah. in January. I had it at a four and a half. Uh, I dropped it to a four. Um, I don't know. It's it's still a great movie, iconic as hell, but. Just, I don't know, like, the Polly stuff kind of took me out of it. Didn't really like him as a character, and um, there's not a lot of action in this movie, but just the story of Rocky is great. So, yeah, I give it a four. Uh, I love, like, the music, um, the story of Rocky and Adrian. It's just, it's a classic, man. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yeah. Uh, what they did, like, like the budget, um, the camera work, uh, the way it looked even, like, was nice i thought for like the times i guess i don't know so yeah four out of five 
about you? Um, I gave it a four and a half out of five. All right. Uh, I just like, it's a typical Cinderella story type movie. So like, it's not like it's nothing we've never seen before, but I just feel like I really enjoyed the script in this movie. Um, and even the stuff that's not scripted, like the stuff that Rocky or that Sylvester Stallone just kind of came up with on the top of his head on the spot. I thought it was amazing. Um, I love the story as well. Uh, the score, like you mentioned, just like absolutely iconic. Like everybody knows these songs that are in this movie. I actually Yeah. had the CD soundtrack like Damn. back when I was a kid and I fucking I would pump myself around the house listening to Eye of the Tiger and I thought it was the greatest thing ever. Um, I really like the cinematography in this too, like especially during the training montage and shit, like whenever he's running through the city, like just with the wide angle shots of him running. Um, I don't know. I just, there's so much about this movie that's iconic and it's just, it's like a timeless classic. Like, I feel like this movie's always going to be considered a classic. It's never going to lose popularity. Um, I just think it's a really well-rounded movie. All right. You guys know our scores. We'll head on over to Rotten Tomatoes and see what they scored it. The Critics Consensus. This story of a down-on-his-luck boxer is thoroughly predictable, but Sylvester Stallone's script and stunning performance in the title role brush aside complaints. So based off that, what do you think the critics scored it? I'll go with the. Uh, it's always tough with these older movies because, like, sometimes there's like reviews from like a long while ago. I'll go eighty-two. You're exactly 10 off the 92 Oh shit! Okay. on 75 reviews and an average score of 8.4 out of 10. The audience score is absolutely fucking blasphemous. Oh God. 69% Really? on 250,000 ratings and an average score of 3.2 out of 5 or a 6.4 out of 10. Wow. I thought that was going to be like four to five, like 80% minimum. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I was shocked to see it that low. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, all our fil film bros on Letterboxd, they love this movie. Yeah. As I thought a everybody four... did. Yeah, as a 4.1 out of 5, Crazy. um, you already know our scores. Our friend Alan gave it a 4 out of 5. Uh, Anthony uh, from Porcelain Peak, or I guess not Porcelain Peak anymore, um, gave a 4 out of 5 as well. I don't know if any of our other friends have rated it or watched it. Uh, John, also from X. Porcelain Peak gave it a four and a half. Uh, Scream and Cinema, four and a half. And that's it. Oh, yeah. Generally a well-liked movie, so I don't know where Rotten Tomatoes is getting that audience score from. Yeah. Bullshit. Crazy, man. Anyways, you ready for our Cunning stunts. Alright, how did you rate stunts in this movie? <laughs> the lack thereof. <laughs> Uh, I'll go a one out of ten. Okay. I don't know, maybe that's kind of harsh, but yeah, like not much in this movie happens. Like, like you said, the choreography in the last fight, you know, not that great, but just like 
the cinematography and the music kind of helped heighten that. Mm. So when you peel back the layers, it kind of, you know, not much. Yeah. Favorite stunt? Favorite stunt? <laughs> I mean, not much of a stunt, but I'll go with the training montage. Okay. Right. Uh, dude, he does, like, has to be, like, 20 of those one-handed push-ups in a row. Mm -hmm. Like, holy shit, man. Yeah, dude. Then he does, like, the clapping ones. It's like, yeah. Jesus Christ, man. Try doing one of those. <laughs> I could. I could barely do one regular push-up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and stunt, I would like to try. I'd like to pound some cow meat. <laughs> uh, that's great. I think it'd be fun, you know. Yeah, yeah. Break some ribs. Mm -hmm, for sure. I don't know if I have the power to do that, but, you know. Yeah. It'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> always try. How about you? Uh, my stunts, I, I gave it a 2 out of 10. I mean realistically a one out of 10 is probably fair but so there's no real stunts in the movie besides the boxing scenes which like really aren't mm -hmm. even anything um so i yeah i don't know i just didn't want to give it a one yeah uh my favorite stunt if you want to call it that i i said the final match i don't know there's only really two things that we can really fucking yeah maybe three uh yeah. but yeah i just i love that Final ten minutes of the movie, I thought it was really good, and I also said punching the cows. All right, nice. Yeah, yeah. I didn't say pounding a cow like you did, but yeah, whatever. Damn that <laughs> shit. So yeah, not a big stunt movie, but not even a big action movie. Yeah, but it's a sports movie, boxing yeah. movie. There's fighting in it. Yeah. So, all right. I am so excited for this. It's time. It is time. All right. I think two weeks ago, we teased that we have something coming up as sort of like a special thing. Mm -hmm. um, anyone's listening, I'm sure most people know that Furiosa is coming out in May. Mm -hmm. So leading up to the release of that movie, we are going to be talking about all four of the Mad Max movies. Yeah. So our next episode is going to be Mad Max. And then we'll yeah. do Mad Max 2. Uh, and then Beyond the Thunderdome. Mm -hmm. And then Fury Road. Which yeah. is where this podcast got its name from. Imagine that. Really? I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Sticking in the 70s for another episode. Yeah. yeah. I'm super pumped to do this. Yeah, uh, I really enjoyed the Mad Max movies, and uh, I don't know. I don't. Th I don't think it's any surprise that we both fucking mm -hmm. absolutely love Fury Road. Yeah. If you want to yeah. hear us talk about that movie on a different podcast, check out our episode on Chuck and Ruff Go to the Movies, mm -hmm. where we talk about Fury Road. Yeah. And express our undying love for that movie. <laughs> yeah. And then once that's all done, we'll get back to our regularly scheduled uh, random ass picks. And I'm mm -hmm. excited to see what you have. I hope you've written it down so you don't forget. I will not forget. All right, because you have talked that pick up quite a bit. I have, yeah. All right. Well, thank you for cool. joining us on this episode. And we'll see you in two weeks. Yes. Take it yeah. easy.